Welcome to the Heavy Sweater Podcast. My name is John King. If this is your first time listening, this is the Heavy Sweater Podcast. It's a deep dive into the beginnings of Australian musicians and bands of the heavy fucking variety. Thank you for listening, first of all. And uh, this week's guest is Nervous Light. But you already know that. You've fucking seen the deal. You've read the fucking thing. The title, the track title, whatever the fuck. You've read it. Nervous Light's on. Anthony, Jordan, and Rich. Fucking so nice. All of them. Lovely fucking people. Absolutely lovely. Gems. Chef Kiss. They are gems. This is a great fucking episode. We get into their beginnings, and I I didn't say this. I'll probably hit Jordan up with a message after I record this, because this is the intro. I'm doing this uh, on the 30th of December, 2021. We're in the past, so yeah fucking time travel and shit um i'll hit jordan up about this uh but this was a fucking great episode i want to do another podcast with jordan and go over like just fucking cool wrestling i want to make that a bit more of a focus on this uh just for me personally um and also like fucking wrestling sick so if you don't like it go fuck yourself huh how about that huh yeah Fucking get that up here. Um, no, but uh, seriously, Nervous Light. Great fucking band coming from three committed, passionate musicians from fucking killer bands all through Brisbane. Uh, Jordan in Arrivals and Malibu, Stacey, Anthony in Malibu. Uh, Rich was in Name of a Ghost. Uh, we actually spoke before the podcast. Um, about how Name of a Ghost was supposed to play a show that I was playing when I was in Either Divide. And uh, the headliner, like, put together a group chat and was just like, oh, fucking, we're doing this. And Rich just turned around and was like, nah, fuck that. And left and pulled off, like, dropped off the show. It was bullshit funny. Like, absolutely one of the funniest things I've ever fucking seen in my life. And we, I brought that up when I fucking saw him and we had, like, a good laugh about it. But yeah, great fucking people. Great people. They've got a bunch of fucking songs out. Um, they've got killer fucking music. Everywhere you fucking listen. Check out the singles Haunt, Outsider, and Patterns. Fucking killer band. Not 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 a fucking crazy heavy band, but they're a fucking sick band. And also, um, personally, uh, we share a bit of a fucking a deal. Uh, Nervous Light's first, like... Radio exposure was the same as Shokan's. We shared the New Noise segment on Triple J, uh, Short, Fast, Loud together. And yeah, if you want to go fucking listen to that, you can listen to me say fuck on the radio, and that's fucking cool. So yeah, and then also listen to Nervous Light as well, because they're fucking sick. So with all that being said, it is Wednesday. It's not fucking Wednesday. Why is Wednesday? It's because I... I literally just watched AEW Dynamite because today's Thursday and they start every episode of their show the way I start every episode of my show um, with its insert name of day here. You know what that means because of John Huber. Um, so with all that being said, it's Sunday. You know what that means. Good, mate. Good, man. How are you? Good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good, 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 good,
Well, this is going to run straight in like we haven't been talking for 10 yeah. minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, when I first started doing these, the intros were always like super awkward because they'd be like, hey man, and it's like people I've never met before. And I was like, cool. And I had to be like, we're friends even though we're not. <laughs> <laughs> but there's three of you, so we'll get into each person and introduce yourselves. Cool. I'm Jordan. And, oh, well, oh my voice <laughs> blew out. <laughs> on recording. Have another, another drink of your water, man. <laughs> I'm rich when nervous slow. Yeah, blow up recording. Sick. It's sick. You got like a great track record for interviews, hey? If you're not saying massively inappropriate things, you're blowing out like a child. <laughs> One day. Sick. Well, we'll get into like the beginnings of like heavy music for all of you and like you can take turns and like the first heavy ish <clears throat> band you remember hearing. Mm. We'll start with you. First heavy band I remember hearing. Heavy-ish band. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, Dimmu Boogie or whatever. It's like... <laughs> or if I, well, that's the thing. If, when I do a reference of the first heavy band I ever, like, I remember hearing, it's the Black Dahlia Murder, but I, oh. I, I must have heard something before that, so I'll have to say, like, Tool. Okay. Yeah, and for the alternative <clears throat> metal would Sick. be the first heavy band I heard, I think. Fuck yeah. Do you remember, like, the situation? Um, the thing I remember is my sister's... My sister had a boyfriend, and this dude was like more like an ice addict than like anything else. <laughs> um, yeah. But like he, I remember opening a closet and pulling out a tool CD and seeing it, and then I remember hearing it like years later and going, "Yeah, what the fuck?" You look it was a tool CD and not like yeah. a fucking ice pipe. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, it could have been. Your life could have gone two different ways. <laughs> exactly. yeah, that's all right. You might here right now. That's a good thing. It was a tool CD. <laughs> that's it. Cool. Well, we'll go with you now, Anthony. Um, I was talking to Rich about this in a way. I think mine was prom queen, which is weird. Obviously, that's growing up in the UK, sick. like, I don't know if they were very well known in the UK, but a local band called Scrapbook Heroes did a cover of Say Goodbye. Fuck so yeah. They did it like twice as fast and it's fucking sick. That's so <laughs> sick. Like, this rules. I went to my record, my local like CD shop like we actually had back yeah. in the day. And yeah, bought it, bought music recently to see and that was like, I just wanted to be a butcher from there. Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so sick. Prom Queen is such like a wild pull. Because, like, they don't get talked about on here very much. Like, everyone's like, really? Parkway, Parkway. And I'm like, nah. I was always a prom queen. I was kid. a prom queen guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I was saying, always. I didn't listen to anything when Crafter was in the band, though. Yeah. And, like, but, yeah, I just was kind of obsessed with Butcher. Which is now a firefighter. I remember talking about that. Yeah, about. I remember you saying he's, that. He came up as, like, a suggested friend on Instagram. Like, That's a couple wild. of years back. And he was like, so his bio was, like, ex-vocalist, like, now a firefighter. I was like, that's my butcher helping you like save your house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, can I see you at like a piece of IC at some point? Yeah, yeah. And he's in the UK though, I'm pretty sure. Oh, he so went like, back. Yeah. Hectic. Yeah. You yeah. guys just swapped. We did. I am a butcher. Nervous life. Damn, we'll never get that's that craft feature now. That's why my voice keeps blowing. Out. Just all the headings, bro. Um, I'm... I tried to think about this the other day. I'm pretty sure, like, the first, like, remotely heavy thing I heard was Linkin Park. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Oh, Classic yeah. gateway band. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. like, they were, like, big enough here where, like, you just put on, like, video hits on yeah, Saturday yeah. morning and yeah. you'd be, like, a yeah. one step closer yeah. video, yeah, fucking like, straight to the dome. Yeah, like, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was them. And then, like, that just led me down the path of, like, listening to, like, music that was, like, guitars and, like, mm. screaming vocals. Yeah, and then just went all into the, into the, like, Everything from metalcore and then like into like all the emo bands. Yeah. I think it, yeah, all stemmed from Linkin Park, I think. Sick. And then like you just said then you found it on your own, but did you guys like go looking for it afterwards or was it like a bit of time in between and then in? Mm, I don't know, man. Like alternative population in my hometown was pretty shit. Like, okay. We're pretty much like, we're known for cattle and cider. 
Sick. So I mean, like one of the only like emo dudes yeah. in my town, <laughs> and just walking around like this. I like the first thing I actually got was Guns and Roses, and I just fucking hated it. Oh, <laughs> it made me pick up guitar for the reason I now hate Guns and Roses. Yeah. And I was like, this is good music. And I was like, cool. I, I, the shit thing was I loved it for years. The reason I still play Switch on my arm ahead terribly. But, Sick. Um, <laughs> I think I just wanted to have something different. So I think I just kind okay. of like started going to shows and like, yeah, the local band covered Bronco and I was like, that's fucking cool. Yeah, that's fucking <laughs> sick. Cool. So, definitely. Like I remember like younger hearing that and then I remember hearing like, um, some rap and stuff and liking that and then hearing heavier music and going yeah well, yeah this is this is what yeah. it is but on that link Lincoln Park point I think that's what really opens it up to mm-hmm. like pull me into that and then going yeah heavier music alright let's explore it all yeah. and then just having in my time was like I would have a CD in my CD player and I'd swap one with a friend take that home and okay. burn it and yeah. Yeah, yeah. Windows Media Player and get into music that way so yeah I definitely was chased because I think so. I went like a little bit like more in reverse like like Linkin Park was the first heavy band I heard but then I got more into like pop punk and like emo bands and stuff and mm. I don't think I got back into like real heavy music until like Prom Queen and Parkway yeah. and that sort of stuff started to come out did you guys have the stage like, to, like I kind of forgot about Linkin Park to be fair like I think I remember talking to you I don't remember if you had this in New Zealand we had something called like Crusties which was like like, like I'm yeah 30 years old like we had like mm. Sum 41 like Linkin Park at the same sort of time and the market sold like bootleg merch. Oh, oh yeah, rocking yeah. like baggy jeans, oversized Linkin Park hoodie, those like fabric belts where it like hangs down yeah. and it's <laughs> with like the yeah. weird faded yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like a seatbelt almost. Yeah. yeah, and then like a fucking like a metal chain on your pocket. Oh yeah, I don't know what you guys yeah. got it here. We got it crusty in the UK. Are we called definitely it, like, not that chain, <laughs> like wallet chains or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 I think that was just like. Just the, the vibe of like people that win new metal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's like, the first time I'm like, associated though with the like the subculture. Those, yeah, like, yeah. Like you could look at that person and go, oh, they listen to that. Like, yeah. I didn't have that in either one. You didn't? No. No, it was either like farmer or emo. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> emo farmer. I really love my crops. Gets his I cows. hate myself. Gets his cows in a panic at the business. <laughs> <laughs> panic at the farmhouse. Yeah. <laughs> Sick. And then, like, from, like, listening to that music, what makes each of you be like, I think I can do that, and then want to pick up an instrument? Because you all play something <clears throat> in Nervous Light. Mm. I don't know. Hey, I think I just wanted, wanted to give it a crack. Okay. And like my like family like we're always like because like I have come from like a pretty creative family like my okay. uncles and stuff were all like musicians or like artists and stuff so like it was always like encouraged like if you're interested in that sort of stuff like Just they would like push like yeah. not push it on you but like they'd facilitate it okay fuck so you, like see. I always had like guitars and like keyboards and stuff around the house I just essentially like taught myself because I'm like oh I'm gonna go play that thing in the corner there that's so sick <laughs> that's killer yeah fun no. Yeah. funnily enough I was going to say it was actually the opposite for me so yeah. I was my sister's creative she's an artist and she's painting whereas otherwise there isn't, wasn't too much and then what I did when I was about uh, 16 or something was I used to play Magic the Gathering all the time oh, yeah. <laughs> this guy at the card shop we used to go every week this guy at the card shop once mentioned that he had a bass guitar he wanted to get rid of and I was like I'll have your bass guitar. I'll give you every all my cards for it. Oh. So I traded like two thousand dollars worth of cards or more. It's worth probably thousands now for like this Ibanez sound gear bass and an amp for it. And I basically have given up so much of my 
life of John was 16. It wasn't that much. <laughs> and then what I did from there was taught myself how to play bass. That's so sick. Um, and then just someone showed me what a guitar tab was, and I went, oh, fuck, I don't need to learn music. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> so I just That's sat there the numbers, just figuring out stuff, and then, then I was like, cool, yeah, I want to do this. Yeah. Joined a band with some, like, it was three girls um, that were in the band with me. They didn't know how to write songs. I didn't know how to write songs. So what we used to do was, like, <laughs> I'd figure something out, and then I'd kind of show them what I was playing. Yeah, yeah. They would do theirs, and then I'd be like, right, and then it should go from... It would do this, and then it would do this, and then it would do this, and I'd like, okay. I remember writing lyrics because they wouldn't like didn't have lyrics, and I would like write like lines up and down on the words for like the melodies and oh, try and guide them through insane. that way. Yeah, Whoa. it was really weird. And then like I, after that band, found more musicians and then got taken under the wing of other musicians yeah, yeah, yeah. from there. Yeah, but I mean, getting up on stage the first time and really feeling like that's who I was. That's yeah. why I love to play music. Yeah. Sick. <laughs> That's crazy that, like, that's, like, I'm assuming you were still in high school then. Like, yeah. that was your high school band yep. trajectory where, like, a lot of other people, it's like, these are my friends, you're going to play this, you're going to play that, and then nothing yeah. happens. Mm. We're like, you're just, like, doing the work. Yeah. And that's man. fucking sick. Yeah, dude. Um, funnily enough, on that, I mean, when I joined The Name of a Ghost back years ago, I met those guys online. They had some demos up online, and I um, I wrote a song to one of the songs. Okay. Like, I wrote lyrics to yeah. one of the songs, and... We jammed through and I did some weird screams along and I went, hey, do you guys have this this track? I'm like, yeah, they play it. I'm like, play it. So I scream and I scream the whole song. I'm like, that's what I would do for that song. I'm like, wow, that's crazy. And I'm like, yeah, can I join your band? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, okay. What about you? I'd love to say it was some super profound thing, man. But okay. like, honestly, I just want it to be cool. Like, <laughs> I like, yeah, it, cool. like music has never come naturally to me. It's something that these guys can testify the fact I get fucking frustrated by it all the time I just wanted to like I think my first show I ever went to was like this is wild first show I went to was my camp that's I don't remember that it was a Wednesday November the 11th in like 2004 so like mm. before like the bang yeah 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 yeah, yeah, that's wild yeah like three cheers had just come out yeah yeah and on a Wednesday play a Wednesday (laughs) yeah what the fuck (laughs) but um yeah Newport like fucking social club or some shit that's insane sounds fancy but I just remember like (laughs) wanting to be Frank like Frank Harris so bad he's the fucking best just getting into that and I had like your shitty like encore strap that like was terrible got covered in stickers yeah and then I found Blink and I think I joined the band because there was like a school pres- and again my town being very small yeah. like there was a school presentation evening and like it was a different school they were playing a Blink cover but they didn't know any guitarists or singers so they like just had a bassist and a drummer and they were like yeah we want to do this Blink set for like the school presentation night they're like we don't know anyone who plays guitar and I was like I thought it was damn it like it was yeah. it. <laughs> so I let damn it sung it and like did it at some random school presentation evening and then our band kind of started from there. That's sick. But that was funny. That was, that was, I've told you guys before that. Like, that was the show where my mate's mum tried to pay me like 20 pounds to say he fucked her. Because we changed the, you know, the oh, timing yeah, yeah, structure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I changed it. He touched her. And she's like, it's not even your school. Just say it. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, I can't. But no, nah, they like, yeah, that was a shit band. <laughs> I'll stand by do we record the shrinking violets because I think there was a flower Ooh. shop near my mate's house that was called that oh yeah you said ooh like it was good no, we no, didn't no, even think it was just reminded me of a band from my hometown called the violet pillars oh fucking cancel them yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no I just remember like 
then no one's gonna listen to this. So Josh Smalley, who's like the drummer, his like dad was like this like failed DJ and just like oh, put all his like that sounds incredible. Nah, it wasn't sick, but he like put it all this musical so focus sick. on. He put all this focus onto his kid and like so basically it was just this one dude. You have to succeed because drum. I failed. <laughs> yeah, it was sick for us because like he was just like yeah I want this kid. And he's like, yeah, and he soundproofed his garage and shit for us. Like, they converted yeah. everything. But Josh was shit at drums. Like, this dude, we had to get drumsticks to his hands. Oh, fuck. Like, literally. But yeah, like, we just played pretty shitty, like, main covers and, like, That's plus 44 covers. Plus 44. Isn't like, through the record. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. That's nah, crazy. That was, that was kind of my introduction to music, was just, like. Oh, d- tell him about your first show, though. Oh, that's pretty fucked though. But it's so funny. That was good. So there was this like, um, there was a pub in Hereford called The Herdsman. And it was sick because you could be about 12 or 13 and they just did not give a shit. You could buy beers. You could get drunk. It was fine. Um, And we played our first show there. And I, I got stolen like a tuna that night. Before like anyone knew about pedals and fucking gear and shit, okay. I turned out my like ten watt little like custom combo that I got with my uncle at the time. But um, no, we played it set, and it was literally just yeah, blink covers plus what it more covers like one or two originals, and we finished our set. Oh, I didn't even tell you that. Sorry. Yeah. Everyone's you're, you're skipping like, like a really important part. <laughs> no, basically like yeah, I was 13, 14 at this okay. point. And yeah, what's in the C bomb is a really, really, really bad word in the UK. Like you okay. want to get into a bus stop, you call someone a cunt, and like it is guaranteed. Unlike here, it's yeah, it's very endearing. I love it. But no, I got as, as long as it's followed like before, like sick or mad. If you put dog in front of it, then like you're you just in like cunt to you, and it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I got up on stage and I was like. Forward. I was a real late bloomer, so that's literally my voice. Like, <laughs> I was like, everyone move forward. No one moved forward. I was like, fuck you then, you cunts. <laughs> everyone left the bar. <laughs> like, just this, like, random, like, emo dudes studied down the shit, like, up fuck there, yeah. calling, calling everyone a cunt. They all left. We finished our set, and the promoter was like, oh, you still got 10 minutes to fill the next band's not here. I was like, we literally don't have more songs. He's like, well, fucking come up with something. And I just turned to Josh, who Josh has still got, like, even for a show, drumsticks gaffered to his hand at this point. And I'm like, bro, just play a beat. And we acapelled the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. That's incredible. And everyone, everyone walked back in that had previously stormed out, danced, everyone was fucking stoked. Everyone was like, yeah. You saved all uh, that. This guy's all right, actually. Yeah. It was so strange, man. And that was like, I was like, yeah, music's cool. Should play more shows. The young Will Smith. Should definitely write more songs. That's why I don't have to acapella Bel-Air. <laughs> that's incredible but that was it and then slowly increased what I was doing I feel like us. if that happened to me I'd be like that's my peak like I'd be, I'd be done there drop a C-bomb as an emo which is, which is revolutionary for an emo to be that aggressive I, mean, dude, like, I just remember watching people like shake their heads and like our guitarists like mum and dad were there and stuff it's like is that the no, same guitarist no. mum that was like, say he fucked her? No, mom. we had a different oh. guitarist <laughs> playing. Ricky was gone. I feel like she would have frothed it though. She <laughs> yeah, like, she would have been yeah, stoked. She would have been the one buying his beers and yeah, yeah. 40 quid that night. Yeah, yeah. I would have been stoked for that. But, nah. Sick. Well, you've just transitioned to the next thing with like your first band to play shows. That's incredible. So, pop punk for you. Dropping C bombs there. <laughs> I can't wait to it do only it. But where do you two guys start? Like in getting like you already said yours, but like your first band that was like a scene band was Name of a Ghost. 
Um, in Brisbane it was, yeah. Okay, so cool. like I had bands in New Zealand. Uh, my first band uh, was called Dressed to be Kidnapped. Uh, How do you dress to be kidnapped? Oh, with op shop, quite like clothes <laughs> and terrible, like 2000s emo haircuts. So that was my first band. Then I joined a band called uh, The Vixens. So that was like, and uh, like before I moved to Australia too, they were like a power pop kind of band. Okay. This band was crazy. So it was based around this dude. Uh, he would write songs and then they had electronic drums and synths and guitars and bass. What we had is, was a band with a drum machine. It was like a Dr. Rhythm. Um, a dude on a synth, me on bass, and another guy on guitar. He had a seven-string guitar, loved his metal, loved Deftones, loved um, like Slipknot and all that kind of stuff. I made a heavy band with him after that. Um, but anyway, that band was crazy because <laughs> it was like synthy songs, but you would never know when we played live what tempo the songs were on. Because the singer <laughs> yeah. was just... I don't know what the fuck, well, I do know what was up. He was taking party pills, because at the time in New Zealand, party pills were really, like, were legal. So you just buy them in the shop, and you'd be on party pills oh, all the time. Yeah. But you would hear the song, and you, you would hear the beat start. It'd be like, would start the beat. Yeah. We'd, I'd look at the guitarist, and we'd, like, kind of get the tempo. We'd be, like, 140, and we'd just be, like, going like this. <laughs> what the fuck? What the hell's going on? He's, like, singing really fast, and we're like, what the fuck's going on? The song would end, and then the next song would be slow. Fuck. So hardcore, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Except it was, yeah, it was weird. Like, there was a dude on synth playing synth and stuff. And yeah, it was crazy. It sounds like an experience. Yeah. It was. It was crazy. <laughs> was that one of those little, like, red ones that looks like a like a painting palette? Is that what I'm remembering? That little drum machine thing? Like, little red? Uh, that one, those ones are, like, black. Uh, but there's heaps of drum, yeah. drum. This is, like, an original sort of one. Um, band after that was called Famous Last Words, which was, like, a chaotic hardcore-style band, yeah. except, like, chaotic hardcore wasn't really around. We'd only just, just heard The Chariot, so we're playing, like... <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Power chord, <laughs> yeah. power chord, like, kind of stuff, and then, like, just throwing our guitars around. <laughs> um, but it was cool. We like... That band was crazy, like... Um, at the time, I was going to like youth church with some guys, and we got offered to play like this like Christian festival, okay. middle of nowhere. Fucking skillet played it. <laughs> oh, so like <laughs> the yeah. Christian band, right? Boy, yeah. it was crazy, man. Like, and this is like a crazy memory, but like this, they had a main big stage where all these big Christian bands playing, and then they had this alternative stage. And I remember just playing to this like room full of like gothic emo slash Christian kids <laughs> and we're just going nuts and then it like finished and they're like oh if you go through to this room like there's food in there and the like good from Skillet was in there and he's like hey guys you guys playing this festival we're just like what's going on it's <laughs> like so, yeah we're playing this today yeah and then that band broke up and then I played and I did vocals in a band called Death, Death Stands Where Life Stood okay so that was my first time as a vocalist because I still assert that's a fucking cool name that is thank you very, very much cool it's a Bring Me The Horizon oh so that is it a Bring Me Horizon yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, I didn't even know that like the, the drummer at the time goes I've got this band name it's this and I'm like yeah that's cool posted online and all these people just like Bring Me The Horizon Bring Me The Horizon <laughs> um, we had a song name though it was cool it was Your Last Name Isn't Sykes Oh, you told me about this the yeah, other day, yeah, actually. It's like yeah, a call yeah, out. Yeah, like back in the day when everyone would call this, you know, name like Rich Sykes or, I don't know, Jordan Wentz or something MySpace like that. culture. <laughs> yeah, that's it. MySpace was revolutionary. Um, and then moved to Australia, did the name of a ghost. Um, then I was in Old Town for a while, yep. like five years, and then left that band and then, yeah, Nervous Locked. 
Sick. And then solo acoustic. Yeah, yeah. Stuff that I've heard years. And what was the transition like going from just playing instruments to being a vocalist? So good. You don't have to pack up shit. <laughs> 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 Every like, band I've been in, yeah. I'm just like doing drums or now I'm playing guitar. I'm like, oh, I've got to set all this shit up. And they're just like fucking around. I'm like, do you want like... My new yeah. vocalist, I call him Blister because he shows up when all the hard work's done. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> like, legit. Yeah, man. I used to milk that, though, because, like, I would do... <clears throat> I'd, like, play the show, be buggered. They'd just be moving gear. And people come and talk to me, so I'd just yeah. like, yeah, I'm talking to people. It's fine. <laughs> I need him with the gear. I'm the I'm social man. Suit. Yeah, I'm the <laughs> social stuff. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I'm making the connections, bro. That's it. But then, like, going back to having gear and shit, it was all, like, especially going to band practice, because you finish work and you have to go to band yeah, practice, yeah. and you got, like, all this gear, carry that on the bus and everything like that. So I definitely prefer being a vocalist, but yeah. playing an instrument on stage, is, it's, it was a reality yeah. check coming back to it after, like, years of not doing it. It's so different though too. Like it's so, like I like I still struggle. It's the first band I've done like stuffing properly vocally. Mm. And I say to you guys, it's like a big struggle of mine. Like I'm still hidden behind an instrument, but then putting yeah. myself out there vocally yeah. is fucking terrifying. Like hats off to anyone who can just be like a straight up behind the mic front man. It's fucking, that's fucking yeah. terrifying. I even hate sound checking my mics. Like I do back vocals, and I'm like, you do it. Like yeah, yeah, dude, I feel yeah, I hate it. Yeah, yeah. Because then like it's there's no music to hide behind. There's no like energy to like build you up. You just have to be like ah, yeah, fuck. Yeah, because yeah, when you do that like a scream or something dry into the microphone, there's just people watching. It's like and like your band's gonna be shit. Yeah, I would be the exact same. I would. I'd be like, can't fucking wait. Yeah. Cool. What about you, man? Um, my first band, I think, was All My Friends at Sea, um, which I just like. What a band. Yeah. Oh, they, I can say up, they were good because I was in it for like two weeks. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Great band. It needs to come back hard. Oh, Oath, dude. But yeah, I just, I just kind of fell into that because like, I was mates with all the guys in the band. Um, and like I went to school with like Chaz and Mitch, who were also in Countdown Armageddon, which okay, like yeah. the best band to come out of Brisbane yeah. ever. Um, <laughs> yeah. And obviously Chaz is doing like great shit now with like Whatever Forever and Justice and stuff. Um, but yeah, that band was like real like 2010 metalcore, yeah, like yeah. just all about like clean vocals yeah. and like screams, synths and stuff. And, and like because yeah. I knew how to play like piano, I think Ed was just at my house one day and I was like, oh, I just bought that micro cord. He was like, come join the band. I don't know where the fuck that microcorg is. Hey, I asked asked Jack for it back like a while ago, and he was like, "Well, I'm pretty sure it just lives at the Brightwater House now." And it's like, "Can you get it back?" And he's like, "No." This is a call out to Jack Marshall if you're listening. Get Get my microcorg (laughs) dolly. But yeah, I um, just yeah like learnt all the synth parts and stuff for yeah. those songs, which were pretty minimal. It's like two parts per song, so I was just doing the older, the classic synth play. You yeah. play a part and then you just headbang for like three minutes. Yeah, I think I played like maybe three or four shows uh, with that band, and then they and like helped out with like writing some of the stuff for the EP that was coming out next. And then like they just kind of realized like, oh, we can afford a sample pad now. So <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> I was like, yep, yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah. Backing tracks and sample pads have ruined keyboard players. Oh, 100% bro it's like in like a six month span like I got kicked out of my band Josh got kicked out of four years strong like like fucking <laughs> old mate was gone from House First Hurricane like the self-serve checkout of Woolies take up yeah 100% <laughs> sample pads and a self-serve checkout of the music industry that was sick um, that's such a perfect reference <laughs> all those boomers are like they're coming for your jobs the fucking yeah, I know the sample pads did yeah. <laughs> all the they came they saw they come and now, uh, what did I do after that? 
Oceans of Atlantis. Oh, <laughs> I always forget about that band. Hey, yeah, right. it basically did like another band that was like pretty similar. Okay. Like never played a show. I think there was there's like maybe two songs floating around the internet somewhere, Sick. along yeah. with like two different sets of promos. Like I think we had more photos than we did songs because. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 2010, bro. Yeah, Got to yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. got to pat that MySpace page. Yeah, sure. <laughs> That's all it was about. <laughs> yeah. uh, like, yeah, that didn't last long because I think like the main songwriter like moved away and like okay. I didn't really want to do it anyway. Yeah. I was just doing it to hang out with my friends. <laughs> and um, yeah, it was after that. I can't remember how long after, but but me and Bergy wound up starting Malibu. Yeah. We'll get into that because I've already yeah. spoken to Jack. Yeah, yeah, I did one with him, and he was like, <laughs> "I was torn by hardcore," and then yeah. Sunny Coast pop punk, and I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Because Malibu was sick. I remember when I moved Thank to you. the Sunshine Coast, and I was like, just like hanging out there, and then someone was like, "Malibu Stacy," and I was like, "That's a sick name. Like, that's a fucking killer name." If it can ever get spelled right, yeah, Jerry, if you're listening. <laughs> and then I checked out the the EP, and I was like, "This fucks so hard. Like, it's so rad." Yeah, and then you. like the word on the coast was like Malibu sick but like you just weren't doing anything at the time mm. I think like it just like died off yeah when was that uh like 2017 yeah, yeah we would have been what was that even then? called before international <laughs> <laughs> oh leave you behind leave you behind yeah, sorry yeah, yeah yeah with the polaroid on it yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I was like 2015 I think I don't know. Was it twenty six? That was a fun EP. That's a great EP. Sick. I wish we um, I wish we were more into production on that though. I'd like to have heard yeah, that. Maybe the, the production point. level of internet. Yeah. yeah like sorry to anyone that bought the phone. If we did that at the brain. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> dude, we used this like was it in New Zealand? That yeah, company we paid. Was. We paid this like small company in New Zealand to do it, and I think it. Was, I don't know if it was a combination. It just wasn't mixed very well for record or yeah. for whatever. But like. Rich bought a copy. No, I didn't. I won a copy. Oh, you won a copy. And so I waited for fucking years. Not <laughs> 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 bad. It was so good. You buy, and, it, and it's an eight inch too, isn't it? Yeah, it was it's like an some eight inch, size. which is weird as shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I was Jack wanted it to be like a bit weird. Yeah, I think that's probably why we went an eight, or is it just? It was just because of like that's what they could make yeah. with like the length of the record. I think, but it's it like fun. vinyl production like wasn't that big nah, here at the nah, time yeah. like it was still early and it was like vinyl coming back for like the yeah. 30 or 40 copies or whatever we oh, did dude, it was like, but the volume on the, the whole record just goes up and down yeah, up and down it slows down in sections like really? it speeds up but it, it was cool it was cool that we had something it's, like, it's yeah, cool to have your music on vinyl I guess it just sits cool. on my shelf I've never played it because yeah, one person told me it sounded bad and I was like cool I'm never listening to it that'll hurt myself probably me yeah more than likely so how does that band start um, pretty much just from like Sunshine Coast Hardcore, like yeah. um, going to shows and like like at the time like everyone in the scene was just mates, like yeah. everyone was always hanging out and stuff. And um, I just started hanging out with Bergie, who's like the bass player, and, like the yeah, yeah. other like founding member, yeah. I guess. Um, and we were like pretty much like the only two people on the sunny coast who were like, yeah, pop punk's cool. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was like just surrounded by people who just want to play breakdowns and shit. Yeah. And like he was in like a heavy band at the time that was like kind of just ready to be done and yeah. we were just like yeah fuck yeah let's just start a pop punk band so it was like for ages it was just me and him like trying to find people who would do it and like he had a couple of friends who were like in another band but this like super super like just those really annoying people who are good at everything musically this is the long stuff yeah 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 they were good and like, so yeah, real good musicians, like, had all this, like, production gear and stuff in their garage at their house, so, like, we started, yeah, started the band with them, and just, like, started writing stuff, 
like early on we went through like a lot of different people coming and going yeah. it wasn't probably till like jack and stuff came in and you were like it kind of solidified yeah that's kind of when we actually started doing some like i followed malibu like i see growing well growing up living like 17 to however long on the sunny coast like yeah i sweated malibu and i was like this is just fucking sick yeah. <laughs> and like <clears throat> yeah, I didn't get to be in there. That was pretty much like Jack and I was kind of funny. We used to joke about how like you lost two fans, but getting two because <laughs> like Jack and I just sweated the band, and then like Jack joined probably what like two or three months before me. I think so. Yeah, further than that. Yeah, I can't remember. Well, that's been, definitely yeah. when shit started. Like, I guess it was finally like you actually had a full band of people that knew what we wanted to do, and like yeah, like we're all on the same page. Yeah, yeah, and that was fun. We did some fun stuff with that band. Like, yeah. Play some interstate shows. Heaps of cool shit. I think he's playing it down a bit, but it was, like, it was sick. Uh, yeah. I don't think we did that much cool shit. Like, I had fun. The <laughs> second like, show was Real Friends for me, though, which that was yeah, that's kind of cool. Wild. Yeah. That was back when like Real Friends were like pretty big in the pop punk scene, yeah. and that was that was fucking terrifying for me. Yeah. Like I, I'll be, I don't remember playing that show. I got really drunk for my nerves, which I don't <laughs> do anymore, which is weird. But yeah, like that was fucking wild. That was cool. Like. But I feel like back then the pop punk scene was so much like, uh, like the, the local scene in general was better for that genre. So there was a lot more support for that type of stuff. Yeah, like it wasn't there. There wasn't. There wasn't. I feel like. Yeah. Like in Brisbane, wise, like but you had bands yeah. like Columbus and stuff in Brisbane too. Yeah, and but like the thing with them is like they broke out real quick and yeah. just started going everywhere else. <laughs> like that. Like they would obviously still draw a crowd in Brisbane at the time, but yeah. and still do now. But like specific to that time, like yeah. there was only. And there are like a couple of bands that were really doing pop punk in some. our like in Brisbane anyway. Yeah, yeah, I feel like yeah. it was fun. Sick. <laughs> we make it sound like it was the most yeah. like boring, torturous thing. Well, I, I guess fun. we just did it for so long. We're just like, yeah, it was cool. I think yeah. that's it. Hey, I'm just like so detached from it because like I did it for so long. I'm just like, yeah, I had a good time. Like, we did that show a couple of years back. That actually, Rich Rich played on that show a couple Same of years ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and that was Sick. that was kind of the catalyst for like Nervous Light. To be honest, though, hey. Yeah, there was because yeah. was like. This was Jolly and I had already been like talking about like starting a new band and we're like man we don't know who the fuck we'd put in this band with us like, yeah. I don't think we were even like rewriting anything about that we were just like we want to do no, this we just, type like, of music yeah. <laughs> yeah and then yeah I feel like we just talked about it for ages yeah it took a long fucking time. I think it was is it the start of COVID we actually kind of were just like yeah right we probably should yeah. was, it, was it before I feel like it was like the January of 2020 yeah like just before yeah because yeah. I feel like you played that show with us for Malibu and then we were like, like obviously we knew you and stuff anyway, yeah. but then I think that's when we were like, oh, Rich is sick, like, Rich can play bass. Oh, yeah. And then yeah, it went from there. Well, I mean, if we're using Malibu songs to prove that I can play bass, then I don't know. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> was, was that on? No. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't play that. That was a fun slides. show. That, that was so That was a really fun show. Man, I did a bass, I did a bass flip that night until I had the amp <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's so much fun. Do you remember we like, we came out of that show and we were like, we're going to do so much more. Yeah, but it didn't play another show for like a year. <laughs> yeah, we played like another crowbar show like a year later. Yeah, and that was like, it. We're gonna do so much. Oh, yeah. that's that's what happens when everyone lives all over the place. Yeah, got, you know, Jack's busy doing comedy stuff and yeah. and Brightwater, which that stuff's cool. Very that cool. That's yeah. very cool. I don't know if you excited for people to hear it. Yeah, stuff. I've like I've watched like the stuff he posts with like Beer Shark and like yeah. just his like comedy stuff in general. He's fucking hell funny. He's very talented. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah I'm, I'm very excited to hear what he does with Brightwater because that shit's really yeah. cool. Yeah, and he's put a lot of time and effort into that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get to hear it, but when we were talking about, it, I was like, this sounds like it's gonna be sick. Yeah, it's yeah. sick, man. He's he's a technical as fuck guitarist. It's all like emo-y, like yeah, fuck yeah, like modern baseball-y with like tiny moving parts. 
Lights guitar. That's shit. Yeah. Like, it's very cool. It's very cool. And then yeah. you got Bergie in Melbourne. Yeah. And I think he's, he's teasing new stuff. He's, he told me the other day he's doing something, but he won't tell me what. <laughs> Cryptic. And then <laughs> Dylan Randall, like our drummer, he's now in like a um, like a pop duo with his brother. Oh. Like he plays like, he plays bass now, hey? It's like, yeah. Bass and like some vocals? Yeah. And they Sick. do like this like pop duet thing. That's what yeah. see. Just bouncy as shit. Yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> <Sick>. <laughs> well, before we get into like, you just got into it a little bit like the beginning of Nervous Light, we'll get into your like, come up through like playing in bands and stuff because you came from the UK to Australia and what was that like? Oh man it's just more cringeworthy stuff sick I wanted no like I spent ages wanting to be a heavy vocalist and like it's something I want to explore again recently I've been chucking like a random scream every now and again and yeah. I was like oh I didn't know you could do that and like nah just like I came here I think metalcore was such a big thing in Australia like yeah. I moved out here when I was 17 so it was uh, yeah, 2008. Okay, yeah. So obviously, like, peak, like, um, Don't Close Your Eyes and just... Uh, sorry, not Don't... Yeah, it was Don't Close Your Eyes and just come out. Or Horizon yeah, yeah, yeah. just come out. Yeah. Or Parkway. Would have been Horizon. Horizon. Yeah, it would have been Horizon. Yeah. 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 I, I think it was, like, 2007. I remember seeing it on, like, MTV's website. Yeah. <laughs> I was like... Yeah, it was the one with phone was the... Dun, 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 dun. No, you can see my arms moving. Yeah, I think I just came here and was like... I was already kind of into metalcore, but more like the, I just wanted to be fucking Blink-182 or Mike yeah. I lived in the UK. Came here, I was like, oh, metalcore is fucking sick. Yeah, um, yeah. I was in a band called like Nautically Themed here, raised by the Tides, who were like a, just this straight up metalcore, like yeah. programmed MIDI drums. Yes. Like, the thing um, about Raised by the Tides is like the songs were cool, but they sounded so shit. Yeah, but the fuck part is like... <laughs> We listened to them back, like, what was it, like six months ago? Yeah. Was, and you were like, these are actually pretty cool. Like, if you yeah. put these out properly at the time with good recordings, like, they would have been all right. But it was just like, yeah, just real straight. And I wasn't I wasn't a terrible vocalist back then, but I wasn't a yeah. good one. And we didn't have, like, good gear. We recorded, like, one of our first songs through a gaming headset. Fuck, like, I yeah. literally cupped a gaming That's headset. That's sick. Um, <laughs> I feel like it was the time, though. Like, Tomb of Doom. Yeah, Slayer. dude. Yeah. Sounds like shit. But it's the hardest song of all time. But it was sick. Like, it was cool. Like, we'd never played any shows. Like, we were kind of yeah. like... Cohen, who now is like a country session musician. <laughs> like, he, um, yeah, he's, he's an it, incredible hey. guitarist, man. And he's just like... He just fucking... I'd come around, he'd like write this hectic song. And I'd be like, yeah, I'll, I'll scream to that. Sick. And we, we got a song played on Triple J, which was wild. Because we got like song yeah. name of the week. Because we had a song called I Hate It When My... I Hate It When My Wolfpack Gets Stuck In... Ah, fuck. I Hate It When my, I Get Stuck On A Roof In Vegas And My Wolfpack Can't Find Me. We got played on Triple J yeah. for like best song name of the week, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, that's sick. that's sick!" But it's like this like terrible, the moon, boys. terrible, depressed <laughs> MIDI drums on radio. Oh yeah, absolutely <laughs> beautiful. Yeah, fuck yeah. Um, but then I didn't really do anything for a while, and I went back to the UK for like two years. Okay. Um, and then came back, and kind of Malibu started. I, I think I just pushed my own way into Malibu to be honest with you because like I bought an Ibanez because I was so used to playing metalcore yeah. I bought this like Ibanez G series shit Fuck and yeah. I was playing like Funeral for a Friend two hand tapping and Sick. like <laughs> trying to play prom trying to play prom queen and stuff that was the chair it was squeaking <laughs> <the> chair <laughs> <laughs> 
But um, no, I don't remember. Like I had the is it the HM1 like the heavy metal pedal? Oh, like, you turn it on yeah. it instantly is the most compressed fucked like metal tone. In the world. <laughs> the, oh, you're talking about MT2. That's the one. Yeah, yeah the metal zone. Yeah, 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 the yeah, boss yeah. like yeah. black and the black orange. one. Yeah, yeah. Like, the very black one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had that. Them. And I remember posting yeah. a picture and like I'd already known Bergie um, and, and you guys obviously before I went away anyway and I think yeah. Bergie just commented he's like bro you should learn some Malibu riffs he was probably just telling me to like learn them and yeah. I was like fuck it I'll be in your band <laughs> and like I don't, think that, I don't think that's necessarily what he was asking and I kind of learned and I like remember going to that show you guys played at like Nambour PCYC or some shit Oh, it was just like a foam yeah. pit out the back and it was fucking yeah, sick yeah. that sounds rad and then I think I was yeah that was a sick show that was with um, the electro kid yeah with the electro kid there's like it's a PCYC so they just yeah. have like all this gymnastic stuff just like sitting <laughs> yeah. out the back and that was the green and then room and then in the that was like green the green room, room. <laughs> so we were just like fucking sick. around and then the other room had wrestling on it was like yeah. the best oh, night yeah. of my life there's that photo of Jack and I from like the wrestling or bands thing yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. or, I don't know that would have been a tough one for you to choose yeah I nearly pulled out of the show yeah <laughs> but, um, no I just kind of like yeah went my way into Malibu and then went from there and then yeah like we did all that shit with that and then yeah kind of nothing happened for a long time and life situations changed and then Jolly and I kind of were just like man I miss playing music but I don't want to keep doing that anymore I'd love to do something new like I'm going to drop nothing nowhere here like we were both sweating that dude hard and now Rich also sweats that guy like pretty good he's like pretty good Probably the reason we initially went, man, this this guy's music's fucking sick. Because he does the whole, like, synth, playing different guitars yeah. and stuff. And we're like, oh, that's kind of cool. You don't have to do this in, like, a cheesy-ass way. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, we kind of got together and we're like, yeah, this is sick. And then, yeah, it went from there when Rich got involved. So, fuck yeah. Yeah. What would you guys describe the overall sound as? Because, like, well, I've listened to it. <laughs> like, people ask me that all the time. Yeah. So I'm informed. Don't we just call it experimental? Because, honestly, like, yeah. we've only put out, what is it, three songs yeah, now? yeah, yeah. And like each one of those is different, and then we've got like another ten songs banked. They're all fucking different. Okay, yeah, sick. Like there's like trap, rappy songs. There's like, you know, stra- like the next single is like a straight up emo worship. Like what was his working yeah. title from first to last worship? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's sick. Like, yeah, I don't know what you would call it. Like. Uh, like uh, I don't know, a melting. It depends on the song. I think we you know what I mean. What does that bio say? What does that bio say? <laughs> it's like, it's like experimental hardcore slash emo. Yeah, like experimental post hardcore uh, slash emo or something. Yeah, that so, sounds like yeah. like listening to the three songs that are out now. I'd say yeah, that's probably like so. the most accurate yeah. description. Oh, I think oh, I asked. I asked someone the other day. I think it was Andrew Jeffrey. Like, because I was like, I think it was when we were played Greaser. I was just like having a drink with him. Mm. We were talking to someone else who like hadn't seen our set, and they were like, "Oh, like what do you sound like?" And I was like, "I don't know. What do you think, Andrew?" And he said like, "Oh, just like new wave emo punk." And I was like, "That'll work. Right. I'll go with that." Yes, yeah, I opened my feet and the first photo was someone wearing a nervous light shirt. There you go. <laughs> That's pretty sick. And the baby. <laughs> when you said Andrew Jeffrey, I know who you're talking about, but in my head, it reminded me of my partner's mum's ex-boyfriend who has people equal shit tattooed on the side of his head. Oh, that's hard as fuck. No, no, this Andrew Jeffrey yeah. is much more lovely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm almost getting the tribal S tattooed on my leg. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I, like, I sweat it's like not hard when yeah, I was yeah. like 15, 16, and I booked in the tribal S from Slipknot on the side of my leg. Yeah, like underage, yeah. tattoo shop took my money. Yeah, Man, yeah. honestly, straight up, if you had that, I wouldn't be your friend. <laughs> I wouldn't be my own friend. I would have <laughs> chopped my leg 
<laughs> um, fucking honest to God. Like, it was, yeah, I'm so glad we backed out of that. That's so funny. But yeah, back to, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. Don't be sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, that, I think that's, like, the cool thing and, like, the reason that the band kind of came together how it did was that we could just do whatever we wanted. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to being in, like, a band that's kind of pigeonholed into one yeah, sound. Yeah. Like, just being able to be free with, like, your influences. Yeah, and, sure. like, just be able to do whatever you want. Because, like, especially as a new band, like, there's no preconceived notions of, like, yeah. what you're meant to sound like. Yeah. So exactly. you can just do whatever you want. Yeah. I think it works in our favour, too. Like, it's, it's cool because we just don't, you know, like I said, we don't put the pressures on, like, you know, if someone will start to write, like, Rich or Shows or someone, we wouldn't go, yeah. oh, man, that's way too poppy or that's too heavy. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. fuck, if it sounds sick, it sounds sick. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter if it's not the same as other Nervous Light. Like, yeah. If it's sick, it's sick. That's all that matters. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, you know, if we think it's sick, that's what matters to us, essentially. For sure. Like, yeah. Yeah, to be creatively fulfilling and, like, keep is more interested in the product for longer, like, the more open to every sound you are. Yeah. Exactly. 100%. That's why, like, it's so easy for us to write as well. Yeah. Because, like, you're not, you know, like, you know, name of a ghost or like Malibu, like you're not like, oh, okay, gotta write another pop punk riff. Yeah, gotta write like, a metal course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 I like that people are starting to get that though, like um, like Tim Wheaton the other day. Mm. He was like, oh, it's very obvious that you guys just write for yourself. And I was like, fuck yeah, that's kind of exactly yeah, how we want to be perceived. Yeah, like, yeah. we're not trying to write to try and go, hey, we want to push for this audience or we want to push for this audience. Yeah. Like, we're just, if we think it's sick, it's sick. And then. We go from there. <laughs> yeah, it'll translate because it's coming from like a more pure place mm. creatively. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Fuck yeah. Sick. Well, we've got into like heaps of shit and we're about 41 minutes. So we'll get into like top five bands for each of you and then socials and we'll fucking shut this bitch down. Alright. Oh, no. yeah, yeah. You want me to go first then? Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> 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 I thought of it immediately. Um, so, I mean, AFI. Fuck yes. Um, Alright. Which AFI album? Uh, it's Sing the Sorrow. Fuck yes, it is. It's right on that cusp of like this the old punk, punk yeah. and then like new kind yeah. of stuff. Oh yes. And then like it kind of yeah. it, it really it drops off a little bit after that, but I mean it's still all good. Yeah. Um, and then I like the newer stuff, but yeah, yeah definitely Sing the Sorrow. Yeah. yeah. Um, two would be Silverstein. Fuck um, yeah. Sick. That'd be like discovering the waterfront because it's you know same sort of thing actually. Yeah. That's right smack bang in the middle. <clears throat> It really blew my mind because it was that I'd heard screams and emo and stuff like yeah. that, and then that was like a really cohesive version. But you know, yeah. Victory Records bands, yeah, that was really good. Um, Bayside as well, definitely. Um, seen the them lots best. of times, and I never thought I never thought I'd ever get to see them in my life. Got to meet them, got to like awkwardly, you know, Fuck yeah. walk up to them and say <laughs> some shit, and they kind of went, yeah, right. and then yeah, and man. then they remembered me the next day, and they're like, oh, that's that guy, um, which was cool for <laughs> yeah, me yeah, as a kid, you know, yeah. from New Zealand. I remember being a kid and listening to them going, never see this band, I'll never yeah. see Silverstein, um, never see Bayside. Uh, is that three? Yeah, Bayside, Silverstein, <laughs> AFI. Um, it'd be uh, the Mars Volta as well, okay, um, because that was one of the first CDs I ever bought. Delazed um, in the Comatorium. I was like fourteen. And I had a job at like a restaurant. They paid me ten bucks an hour under the table. I got my first pay. I went to the music shop. Went to the like alternative section. I recognized the album. It's like forty four dollars fifty or something. <laughs> so expensive. Holy shit. Yeah, man, dude. Actually, forty four fucking. Yeah, man. So, dude, import CDs in New Zealand were not cheap. Like to get like a new. So sure, I remember like wire. buying a new. Yeah. Oh, it did. <laughs> it was also that because you couldn't download. Like you couldn't find records in New Zealand either. Uh, what albums? Um, about 45 bucks anyway 
uh, Miles Volta, and then like five is tall and a perfect circle because oh, yeah, I love a perfect circle. Yeah, big fan so of much. Thirteen step is mm. incredible. Uh, very good record. Yeah, um, my my pick is Murder Nomsa, the first one because okay, it's yeah, the yeah. first one I heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I funnily enough thought it came out after Thirteen Steps, so I was oh. like, this is such a better yeah. album. And then you're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, it's all around. Yeah. Okay, Thirteen yeah, Step for me because Jordy White. Oh, yeah. I froth. Yeah. Twiggy Ramirez. Yeah, Twiggy, yeah, man. I'm a Manson sweater. Yeah, and I love, I love man. Manson. He did good work on that. Yeah, yeah. that's it. He almost Metallica. Yeah, he tried out Metallica. That documentary is so toxic. It's beautiful. This is the best. I watched it not that long ago. It's, I've been really just cringing for like two hours straight. I'm like, so good. Fucking, you're grown adults. Yeah, Didn't yeah, they yeah, then yeah. put out like a class on Facebook where it was like, yes, yeah, how, to be a band. Like, how to be a band. Yep. And I was like, so, what a bad example. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, Watch the, that. The worst example. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, some kind of monster, but do everything the exact opposite. Yeah, literally. <laughs> literally. They just, that's like that's the class. Yeah. Like, Straight up, man. And then yeah. their psychiatrist is like, I'm going to move closer. <laughs> and they're like, don't. And he's like, I've already sold my house. And like, you're fired. And he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's incredible. All right, what about you, Bill? Um, I couldn't be able to put them in order. Okay. But um, Blink-182, for sure. Um, obviously, like Tom era. Yeah. Anything past that, it's it's all right. But yeah, yeah. it's not Blink. <laughs> uh, purely because like like they just like they resonated with me because like the same way that Linkin Park like got yeah. me into heavy music, they're the band that like got me into like guitars, yeah. like and like punk music and stuff like that. They made it look cool. Yeah. Yeah. And they're kind of like yeah, the soundtrack to to my youth. Um, then it'd be the Wonder Years, um, okay. similar oh, to yeah. like. If Blink was like the band of my youth, like I think the Wonder Years kind of took me through my adolescence, yeah, yeah. and it's sort of like it's kind of like that more basically just taking that but like maturing on it. Yeah, all the uh, Soupy's life lessons and things of that nature. Yeah. Uh, third, I it'd be nothing nowhere. I think. Yeah, he's. It's like I'm absolutely like just love everything he does, and at the same time, like he just like his stuff really opened up my kind of musical world. <clears throat> It was like, I, I can't remember who it was. It might have been Nick Hagen's actually. Like one day just like shared one of his songs on like an Instagram story. I was like, oh, what's this? And then I clicked on it and I was like, what is this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it was Giles Higginson. It might have been actually, yeah, either Nick or that. Giles. And like, yeah, listening to his stuff just like sent me down the rabbit hole of like listening to all that sort of like trap punk, like emo yeah. rap sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah which is now like fucking, now is like, more, like probably more than half of what I listen to on the average. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, probably... Then we go Alexis on Fire, I think. Oh, yes. Got to be, yeah, definitely up there as far as heavier bands go. And then last, I'm going to go, I know we said bands, but I'm going to go with artists, and yeah, it's absolutely cool. Taylor Swift. Mm. T-Sweezy. Yeah, 100%. Fuck yeah. Only, um, only in the last couple of years, I think I've really committed to being a Taylor Swift fan. Okay. Like, I've always been like, yeah, she's cool, she's got bangers. And then, like, Folklore and Evermore came out, and I'm just like... This woman can do it all. I'm like, I'm a full blown Swifty now. Are you legally allowed to be a Swifty after your cease and desist? Oh fuck! Why don't we get into that story? <laughs> all right, I'm about to. <laughs> yeah. all right. Legally, I think I can. Yes. Um, uh, yeah. So disclaimer: We are no longer doing this. Swift. <laughs> disclaimer: It's it's nothing weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, so when I was in, actually, oh yeah, we didn't even really get into it. So like when I was in Arrivals. Um, we had a song that came out like around the same time as her 1989 record okay. and the songs shared the lyric of um, Can't Stop, Won't Stop okay. I can't remember what our song was called but it's like in Shake It Off okay. so like, I was like, oh you know what would be funny let's like put out a t-shirt with Taylor Swift on it 
Oh. So we, I just like made it up in Photoshop. It was just like a photo of her with like our logo over her eyes, yeah, yeah. and it says like "Can't stop, won't stop." Like arrivals, Brisbane, twenty eleven or whatever. Yeah. Put it out online. Like sold tons of them. Oh, <laughs> and then one day, Andrew just gets an email that was like forwarded from Big Cartel. Oh, fuck. It's just um, essentially like. There was no like formal like attachment or anything, but it was essentially a cease and desist from like her copywriter oh, saying like, fuck. "Hey, That's you need incredible. to take these down right now." That's <laughs> just like, oh, all right. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yes, and then they just became like a. We had to like take down like everything we'd posted about them, like on fuck. all of our social media. Had to take them down for sale, so they became like a, a black market, like yeah, yeah. under the counter sale at That's our shows. Sick. Like you got the Taylor Swift shirt, like yeah. yeah <laughs> 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 like him outside in the car. <laughs> but yeah, like I've I've got that email just like saved in my inbox and like I will one day like print it out and frame it in my yeah, house. Yeah, that's fucking sick. Yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal owns one. Oh, maybe. Just send it. <laughs> <laughs> if he does, you can burn it. Dumb dog. <laughs> yeah, he's in Southport, man. He'll fuck you up. <laughs> Cool. What about you, Anthony? Um, I'm gonna go with the standard Blink One Eight Two as well. Yeah. Like, like I said before, that was the sort of first band that I ever played a song off live. Yeah. Um, my camp. I'm surprised you didn't say my camp. Oh uh, yeah, I probably should have. Hey. Like, I, I'll be honest. I didn't like anything after Danger Days, but like, yeah. um, you bought me your bullets. The stuff after Danger Days. Yeah, um, it's don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, like um, you bought me your bullets and stuff. Like, first, first release, yeah. fucking sick. Yeah. Like, if I was gonna have a sixth baby yeah like i remember like really really liked him he did that little like documentary about how they wrote like skylines and turnstiles mm. about how he was like a cartoon yeah, writer yeah. and watched like 9-11 happen and shit yeah. i was like that's fucking like obviously the event wasn't cool but i was like the story's cool. breaking news like, yeah, yeah. 9-11 was cool <laughs> <laughs> definitely not um for my cam there's a podcast that kevin smith did like years ago with mike oh with mike yeah it's so fucking good he yeah, talks about great. that and like coming up and like their first like introductions in the yeah. music it's so yeah, I fucking that. good yeah. dude i, so went like, I love mike and, and i fucking bought kevin smith, smith so oh, it's just like best. this is the perfect podcast for me <laughs> yeah. i went to that first mike M show dressed in like they were used to wear the black with like yeah, the tie yeah, yeah. But i couldn't find a red tie i had a yellow tie but i literally <laughs> went to that show dressed as them like that era did you do the strip of black eye makeup no i did beg my mom couldn't make the commitment i like literally begged for chucks my mom like i love my mom but she was like she was fucking very supportive of my emo phase but yeah. I wanted Chucks and <laughs> she was it. like you will, you will beg me for Chucks we were in the middle of this shop and she was like you will beg I was like no I'm not going to beg you and she started to walk away oh. and she was like you will beg me and I got on my knees at like 13 years I was like please mum she made you sense for Chucks yeah. <laughs> yeah please mummy can I have some Chucks <laughs> that's <laughs> so but I got them and it was worth it um, but then yeah Gallows but like again specifically Orchestra of Wolves and Graben yeah. like Wade's great at what he normally does. Yeah. But let's leave Gallows alone, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like, Orchestra of Wars is fucking sick. Like, I think Bergie does, like, um, like a band that always reminds... Like, Orchestra of Wars, the actual song itself, Bergie's like, that song always reminds me of you. Yeah. And I got the big fan tattooed on me uh, with My Name is Casanova. Like, Fuck. yeah, that band is just fucking sick. Like, I think one of those, like, Kerrang bands from, like, growing up in the UK where, like, yeah. I remember watching a show where, like, Frank's just a fucking savage. Yeah, and just watching Frank play with this like Halloween wolf mask on his head and just like punching cats and like, jumping <laughs> and shit. I was like, That's and he's still a fucking same. Yeah, and yeah, he's a weapon. Yeah, yeah. Um, nothing, nowhere for sure. I don't think 
this band would necessarily be a thing if it wasn't for nothing nowhere. Yeah, so probably not. <laughs> yeah, like definitely Bless up you there. <laughs> Bless you, Joe. <laughs> nah, dude's just a straight up like crush it. Fuck like, he hasn't yeah. written anything bad in my opinion. I'm gonna change what was my last band. Mm. I'm only gonna even split. Neck deep, like early era, mm. like rain in July. Mm. But actually I'm gonna change it in our own words. Oh, good call. Okay. Cool. Yeah, another band that just can't do anything right. I don't know if you've heard of them before, but like in our own. No, I've like, heard the name. Yeah, but very. Like the they appeared on like a, we got Joey on like a Malibu song before they like oh, kind of got yeah, more. Um, yeah, just again, just a band that can't do anything, and they're all just like incredibly talented. Like Fuck just yeah. sick, ridiculous. Yeah, not a single bad song by that band. Sick. Yeah, very inspiring, especially vocally. <laughs> I think Joey kind of made me be like, I want to sing more. Yeah. Yeah, like for sure. Such a fucking good singer. Hopefully, this is the year. This yeah, will be the yeah, album yeah. where they'll blow up. Yeah, that one, I've said that, that for the one last new four song. years. They're, they're a very underappreciated band. Like, okay. like we always joke how like if you've got like myself, Jordan, Andrew Cook, and like Aaron Sturt in a room, that's the entire like Australian in a row. Right there. I think so, he's didn't Cook like send them a photo or something. I think so. Like, that's right. But yeah. Cool. That was five for sure. Sick. And we'll get into socials for oh. band, personal, whatever. Um, I'm pretty sure all the band ones are just Nervous Light AU. Sick. Uh, that's, yeah, Twitter, uh, Instagram definitely is. I'm pretty sure the Twitter is. Oh, I've, been ne- I've been neglecting that recently. <laughs> <laughs> Plug your PayPal. PayPal. <laughs> uh, Nervous Light AU at gmail.com. <laughs> just want to send us some money. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be real good. We've got to make a, a lot of content in the new year. It's expensive. Give us money. <laughs> Um, obviously, you can hit up our like our big cartel and stuff as well, yeah. which I think is the same like big cartel. Yeah, it's yeah, big cartel. Slash nervous sure. slider. Yeah. Well, you obviously get the links from Instagram and all that sort of stuff. Click the all my links. Yeah. Go to the link tree. Click on all of them. Stream the music. Buy the merch. Like the page. Tell your mums. Yeah, like, definitely tell, tell your, your friends. Tell your mums. Tell your dads. Tell um, your dog. Tell your not big on dads. Pa- pass on the dads. No. Oh, big oh. pass on dads. Yeah. Dads aren't allowed to. That's our genre. Non dad. Cool. Yeah, we Done for another fucking week. Huge thank you to Jordan, Anthony, and Rich from Nervous Life for being on the podcast. Like I said in the intro, I'd love to do another one with Jordan and just talk about fucking wrestling and shit. I think that'd be fucking sick. But yeah, go check out their music wherever you fucking listen. They've got three killer singles out right now. You can check them out on Instagram at NervousLightAU and check them out on Facebook at NervousLight. Go see them in fucking person. Whenever they're playing, go hit up their socials, find out when they're playing, go see them live because they're fucking sick. Um, Great fucking people. So yeah. And if you like what I'm doing over here with the podcast, please share it, tell a friend, like, subscribe, follow on wherever you listen to podcasts, whether it be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Amazon podcast, title, whoever the fuck, wherever the fuck you listen. Um, yeah, and I'm on fucking Instagram and Facebook still, so go check that out at Heavy Sweater Podcast. And I, I share um, fucking updates on the podcast and um, me when I cook, when I barbecue, because I fucking do that. I make a mean pulled pork. I make a pulled pork that'll make you pull your fucking teeth out. It's that fucking good. And you won't even need teeth to eat the pulled pork. It's that fucking soft. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, I'm that good. I'm that guy. I'm the barbecue king. I'm fucking king for a reason, boy. Or girl. Boy or girl. I don't, I don't give a fuck barbecues for everybody. I fucking... 
cop this shit. My vocalist, Jake Kennedy, Ashley Lowe, Brent Otley, vegans, right? Had a barbecue in December, invited them around. I smoked a fucking not chicken roast of whatever the fuck vegan chicken roast. I smoked the fuck out of that. It was delicious. I even had some. I was like, mm, that's pretty fucking good. So yeah, check out my Instagram. <laughs> that's what I'm getting at. Uh, yeah, and then sometimes there's pictures of my dog on there. He's fucking cool. His name's Bozo, Bull Terrier, Land Shark. Fuck yeah. You don't like Land Sharks? Go fuck yourself. Um, yeah. Come back next week for a new episode.